You are listening to Fanta Tracks. It's time to spin round the rim. This is Desert Planet Discs. Star Wars music in a single file. Here are your hosts, Carl Bayliss and Greg Robertson.
day, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to Desert Planet Discs. This is track number 23 of Desert Planet Discs. If you hope you've listened to tracks 1 to 22 and the bonus tracks. And if you haven't, please go back and listen to them all because they're fantastic, let me tell you. This is Greg here, a.k.a. Darth Elvis. And of course, I'm joined by the man who likes to beat the skins several times a week. My brother in the force, Paul Mooncat Drums Bayless. How are you doing, sir? I'm good, thank you. How are you? I'm very good, very good, sir. And I should also say, kicking off the show this week, we had the Merkins with Green Child of Mine, the Guns N' Roses classic Sweet Child of Mine parody form. Go and check out the Merkins on YouTube. They have not only that excellent music video, but as it's coming up to Halloween, they also have a great selection of uh, some horror parodies as well, including my favourite Backstreet Boys song, I Want It That Way, a nice horror parody of that. So go go check out the Americans on YouTube. The video for that Green Child of Mine is stunning. We've got um, a little Grogu dressed up as Slash with the top hat and the little wig and plays the guitar solo by floating the guitar up with a force. And <laughs> yeah, uh, just has to be seen to be believed. So go and check it out and support them. Yeah, absolutely. Any as much Grogu as you can get, really. Uh, the more, the better, because yes. you know, everybody loves Grogu. Do so what's been happening in in, in Mooncat Drums world? Oh, um, it's actually been slightly less Star Warsy and a lot more drummy uh, recently. Ramping up for gigs with various bands over the coming weeks. So uh, yeah, so it's been uh, a busy old time, but I uh, did manage to spare some time a couple of weekends ago to meet up with uh, our lord and master uh not jesus christ uh <laughs> oh, not far off yeah not far off yes mr newbold uh oh, 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 oh. yeah <laughs> yes they seem to think i'm some sort of deity <laughs> <laughs> Yes, uh, we met up and we had a, a lovely day out around uh, Collector Mania in Birmingham on the sun. I think it was the first first Sunday in September, and we recorded a bit of a live making tracks show whilst walking around, and also met up with Mr. Booker, who was there for Spring Fair in his not Spring Fair, Autumn Fair. Booker's alive! Yes, yes, he, he definitely was. And uh, he was he was wandering around Autumn Fair, checking out all the latest goodies that are, are going to be coming to shops near you just in time for Christmas Yay. and, and into, into the new year. So, uh, yes, expect lots of Grogu again. If you can put Grogu's face on it at the moment, you'll probably find it in a store somewhere. So when are you, when are you going to have Grogu on your drum, your bass drum skin? Oh, bass, a Grogu bass drum skin. I hadn't thought about that, but now it has to be done. <laughs> yes, yes. And I, I, I know several people who do, uh, obviously being in half a dozen bands or whatever it is I'm in now. Yeah, I, I do lose count, folks. <laughs> normally normally during, the, during the set as well. <laughs> One, two, what comes next? Which band am I playing with? <laughs> That's it. Oh, oh, I've had that many a time. How, does, how does this song go? Um, one, two, three, four. Let's hope for the best. So yeah, there's a guy I use that does uh, like 
decals for the front of bass drum. So a Grogu one would be uh, would be very good, and in fact make them in useful for something we'll talk about a little bit later. Indeed, indeed, indeed. So did you pick up anything nice in your travels of Minister Newbold? Uh, I didn't. I was sorely tempted. There was a guy, because we were there on the Sunday, as it was getting towards the afternoon, obviously uh, some of the traders are like, I don't really want to have to pack all this stuff, so crazy sale time. And there was a guy selling Blu-rays who'd got the original uh, six film blu-ray set you know with the the box set with the the, oh, the tatooine scene on yeah the box. that's the one that was like 80 odd quid when it came out mm. and he got that up for 20 quid and i was like oh. well, that's not bad and as, as we walked past and sort of mooched slightly he went 50 percent off everything and i was like whoa that plus all the bonus discs for a tenner is a bargain but i've already got it yeah so it's a bargain. Yeah. So I was I was half tempted to get it. I, d- I don't know quite why. <laughs> Christmas gift. Christmas gift for somebody who's never yeah, seen Star Wars. Exactly that sort of thing. But we don't uh, know anyone like that. Actually, I, I work with somebody like that. It would have been a good secret center for him. Oh well, there we go. But um no, other than that, I've been I've been being very good, mainly because my credit card bill for the celebration tickets also landed. Yes. I did the old PayPal and three for that, and the final payment did come off this month as well. So, so uh, um pay for I still need to work out how I'm gonna get my wife and, and son in, but Yeah, parachute through the ceiling. Yeah, I'm gonna dress them up or something, I think. Yeah. Yeah, get them in, get them all dressed up, ready to go for some do the old Leia and um, Ben Kenobi. Stick, stick that's it, that's a it. Big trench coat, an imperial officer's hat. Yeah. And, and you'll, you'll get small children anywhere. You know, well, through, exactly. through a maximum security imperial base, even. <laughs> Who knew? Who knew? Yes. So, yeah. how about yourself? Anything uh, arrived recently? The old yes. Grace Star? So, I think since we last spoke, I've had some more Roosevelt shirts up here. <laughs> There's a surprise. Yeah, for, for those who don't know, I'm, I'm a bit obsessed with uh, <laughs> an American shirt company. Or not, not just shirts, uh, apparel, and generally do t-shirts and underwear and hats and stuff. Yeah, they're um, branching out quite a lot now. Yeah, they've got, and, and they've, I think they're getting tiki mugs in now, but they're the geeky tiki, tiki yeah. mugs. But the, yeah, so I've been I've been buying from them for a couple of years now, and the Star Wars collection continues to grow from them. I picked up a nice David Pumpkins Halloween shirt uh, of somebody on a on the Insiders group, and I picked up a secondhand Designing the Galaxy shirt. I think that's what it's called, which has got lots of Ralph Macquarie art. On oh, it. is that the sort of white one with the? It's like grey and blue sketchy yeah, type. Yeah, that's the very one. Ah, very nice. What else did I get? Oh yeah, the Cantina shirt, which I, which I was desperately after because uh, one because it's got the Cantina band on it, but most importantly, it's got Akmina from the Holiday Special. Yes. So B Arthur on a shirt. It was an essential purchase that for me. So yeah, those appeared. My wife kindly bought me the the, the Grand Inquisitor retro collection figure. Oh, very nice. Uh, I've got the balance of those figures on the way. Another couple of pieces of vintage Kenner coming to plug in the gaps so I've, I've got uh, Luke Endor and his poncho Ooh. so I just need to get a belt for the poncho and that'll be that figure complete and uh, just a few accessories to go and I'll have my complete run done cool cool so that was oh. that was exciting 
If you let me know a, a complete list of what you're looking for, it is in just a few weeks. Uh, and by the time this airs, it'll be next weekend. It's Echo Live. Yes, indeed. In Redditch. So I will be making a bit of a whistle-stop tour because one of my friends has very inconveniently arranged to get married that day. So uh, I shall be uh, joining him in the afternoon for his uh, nuptials, but we'll be making the journey, the short journey from here to Redditch uh, first thing because I've got my early bird pass in, so we shall, uh, we shall get that on the go. Excellent. Uh, it's not long to go. I'm, I'm gutted I'm going to miss it this time. It was fantastic fun last time around, but sadly... No, I'm going to have to stay put this time yeah, around. Yeah, well, I'll, I'll keep, as I say, I'll keep an eye out for you. And if uh, if I see an indoor, uh, indoor poncho belt, we shall uh, see if we can acquire that for you. Thank you very much, sir. Thank you very much. Shall we move on to our, our, our regular uh, oh, segment yes. of the show? Well, talking about shopping, we'll go from the expensive end to... Desert Planet Discounts, Desert Planet Discounts, Desert Planet Discounts. It'll cost you a hand or two. There we go. <laughs> yeah, as you can tell, folks, we haven't yet sorted out the jingle for that. We will get a jingle going. We will, we will get a jingle. But the reason we haven't got a jingle, we will also be discussing later on. So stay Indeed. tuned. Indeed. We've what? noticed a few bargains kicking about. Um, yes. Zavi at the moment have a 25% off Hasbro. Uh, that's your Black Series Vintage Ooh. Collection. Anything Hasbro on their website using the code Hasbro25 gets you 25% off Hasbro goodies. Not only that, Zavi also have 15% off Star Wars Lego at the moment using code SW15. And I believe there's an also another code, BSTUK, you'll get free delivery. Now, I don't know if that works using multiple codes. I don't know. I've not tried it, but give it a go, people. See what happens. That's it. Let us know how you get on. And also what you end up buying. Mm. Mm, goodies. Goodies. And, and not only that, our friends, EMP in the UK, via their website, have a sale on at the moment and have some awesome Star Wars apparel. I'm particularly fond of they do some scarif surf shorts Ooh. swimming shorts which really really nice and a shirt that goes with it as well but uh i never seem to have the shirt in my size but the swimming shorts board shorts could be winging their way here very soon Calabast. <laughs> yes and our good friends over at Disney, disneystore.co.uk. I've got... Uh, shopdisney.co.uk. That's the one, sorry. Yes, shopdisney.co.uk. <laughs> yes, have uh, a bit of a sale on at the moment as well. It's, it says up to 50%, and then browsing through some stuff earlier, there's some stuff that's like 70% off. I was going to say the same thing. Yeah, they say 50, but it says 70 in certain places. So. Yeah. Yes. Good bargains. So uh, uh, before before Mickey comes to his senses and realises that he's over discounting stuff, get yourself over there and uh, check out. There's, there's quite a few of the, um, the limited edition pins and things like that that are in the sale for literally like £3.60, £3.80, something like that, uh, where they're normally sort of over 12 quid. So They've also got they had a, like a collection of T-shirts and stuff with like vintage figures on. Yes, yes. So they're in the sale as well. Yeah, and I think there's a cap and uh, a small one of these backpacks that's fashionable with all the kids that you can basically just about get a bottle of water in. <laughs> ah, 
<laughs> and not much else. Yeah, maybe a pencil. But hey, that's the uh, grumpy old man in me coming out. Shocking behaviour, shocking behaviour. Shocking behaviour, shocking behaviour. And talking of grumpy old men... Ah! See what I did there? I see what you did there. <laughs> yes, one of the biggest events since we last spoke to you people was a grumpy old men's weekend away. <laughs> <laughs> no, it, it was anything but grumpy. But yes, Darth Elvis and friends convened for the first time ever in person. Indeed. With all three members, they namely being Greg, a.k.a. Darth Elvis, myself, and the uber-talented Mr. Andy Lith, who also provided us with accommodation in the wonderful Kukubri, or as Greg calls it, Kirk Kudbright, in uh, Dumfries, which is a beautiful part of the world, and uh, was also the setting for the Wicker Man film, featuring... Star Wars alumni, Christopher Lee. So there you go, fact fans. So yes, we uh, we, we, we got together for a, a Jolly Boys weekend and to um, thrash out lots of plans and world domination stuff and to actually see if we could do half of these songs that we've lovingly brought you uh, in the studio, see if we could actually do them live. Live and in person. Live and in person. And for the most part we could do something approaching a tune. Which was a surprise to everybody. <laughs> yes, yes. Especially us. <laughs> no, I'm going to say not least us. But <laughs> um, yeah, so uh, watch this space, folks. Watch this hyperspace. There could well be Darth Elvis and Friends live performances coming to you, both in the semi-near future, but possibly stick April 2023 in your diary, if it's not already. Fingers and, crossed. Uh, fingers crossed. You know, we we might, you know, we might crop up with an acoustic guitar while you're queuing to uh, get into celebration. You know, we might get frog marched off the property. <laughs> yeah, we might get we might get thrown out. Um, yeah, but as we've said before, if there's somewhere we can play, we will try and play it. So, fingers crossed, we will sort something out. Obviously, we're only really now about six months away. That's scary. When you which is very that. scary, especially yeah. when you consider that you're going to pretty much lose a month of that with Christmas. Yeah. Because it's right at the beginning of April. So, yeah, it's, uh, it's, a, it's a funny old time. But, yeah, we're, uh, we're planning. And, yes, it was, uh, it was a resounding success. Uh, thank, thank you again to Andy and his family for hosting us for the weekend. Indeed, yeah, fantastic weekend. Lot, very productive. We got some fantastic ice cream. <laughs> we did, we did. That was that was awesome. Yes, yeah. we went, went to a, a little farm that's uh, just outside Kikubri that makes its own ice cream. Unfor- I- unfortunately, they'd run out of. Oh, what was what was the whiskey one? Oh, I don't know. It was whiskey and something, but obviously. We couldn't trample that one because it was so popular; it had sold out. But uh, yeah, there was. Um, I think did, I I had lemon curd as one of mine, which is gorgeous. You did, you did indeed. I can't so, remember. I had I had honeycomb or something. Yeah, the, it was the there was the honeycombi one, wasn't there? The most important thing is we had our Camtonas with us. Imagine did you posing pose for a picture. Yes, so the check, Camtonas. Check out Darth Elvis social media because I think did that go up on Instagram? The Camtono picture? Yeah. It's definitely gone online somewhere. Yeah. 
I'd imagine it's gone on Instagram and Facebook and maybe YouTube. Yeah. So uh, yes, yes, a, a lovely, a lovely weekend, and uh, as you say, very productive. So uh, stay tuned, folks. More to come. Yeah, new songs on the way as well. We were uh, we practiced some songs we've been talking about for yeah well, some songs I've been talking about for fifteen years. Yes, <laughs> finally yeah. performed part of that weekend. So very excited about future and gigging. Indeed, uh, we need to get a second <laughs> second rehearsal. Plan. We, we do, we do. Well, like, you know, sort of one in three years is <laughs> an achievement. So. Yeah, it's pretty good. Pretty good going. Yeah. Yes. Yes. So, um, yeah, more to come from that. But not resting on on his laurels, Mr. Elvis has a remix. Yes, indeed. So caught up recently with Tie Fighter pilot, my my good friend, Mr. Stuart Niche, bass player from Darth Elvis and Imperials. He came to visit on my my birthday, and uh, as a, a little birthday treat, he he gave me this special remix of C-3PO which is the King Creole by Elvis originally a stunning remix, he did a, he did a great job of this if I do say so myself so big thanks to Niche for this and uh, here it is for your listening pleasure That was Darth Elvis and the Imperials with the niche remix of C-3PO. And uh, you can find that, the or the original version of that, on the album 4, uh, available from all good car boot sales in the uh, Greater Scotland area. And uh, I'm sure if you, were, if you were to drop us a message or drop Darth Elvis a message via any of his social media channels, he'd be able to sort you out with a copy. Is that right, Greg? 
Yes, indeed. I still have I still have some CDs in the loft somewhere. There we go. Um, it is on Spotify if you want to stream it. Yes. And it's no longer in Bandcamp. It's, it's, we kind of, but some of the tracks are also on SoundCloud, so you can check on SoundCloud, Spotify. And if we've still got any left by the time Celebration rolls around, rest assured they'll be available from us at Celebration. Indeed. Indeed. So... Having spent good part of last episode talking about our hopes and anticipation for the upcoming series Andor and its 31st of August release date, no sooner would we press stop on the recording that we got the news that the release was being pushed back three weeks to September the 21st. Hence, this this episode is called and erm rather than or. So, yes, we had hoped to talk lots and lots and lots about our initial thoughts and feelings about the show, and we can't do that because it hasn't come on yet. But what we did get as part of Disney Plus Day on the 8th of September was a bit of an extended look at uh, one of the sequences from the series, and I think that's the same sneak peek that they got in the US with the exclusive screening of Rogue One in yeah. IMAX. Uh, I'd, I'd seen some leaked footage from those uh, IMAX screenings, and it, it was the it looked to be the same sequence. So, from what I've heard, there was maybe some slight differences to the trailer element that was added, but right. I think the, the the scene itself was all exactly the yeah. same. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, we got Cassian in a sort of warehouse handing over to, uh, I can't, I, I don't know what the character's name is. I should have I should have looked that up, really. But obviously working for the Rebellion and trying to recruit Cassian, who clearly isn't officially part of the Rebellion at that point. Luthen, Luthen, Luthen. Or- Luthen Rael, I don't know how to pronounce his surname, but Luthen Rael or something along those lines. Okay. So, Some weird cube thing he was handing over, wasn't it? It was like a... Yeah, yeah. Well, it, it, sort, it sort of looked like a, a cross between like a bit of a computer and Darth Vader's chest plate. Yeah, it was Darth Vader's chest plate. It kind of reminded me of totally. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, and they're in they're in some sort of disused building, w- warehousey sort of thing that has a lot of heavy machinery hanging from the ceiling by chains. <laughs> yeah, and sensible. Yeah, yeah, sens- sensible thing to do with heavy machinery hanging from the ceiling of a building. And yeah, a bit of a gunfight ensues with uh, some presumably Imperial soldiers or certainly not stormtroopers. And from the uniforms, not any of the sort of classic imperial guards or anything like that so uh, yeah. could be could be early days of the empire non stormtrooper operatives and uh, yeah they they sort of start shooting and consequently all this heavy machinery starts crashing to the floor so uh, you can imagine if if they were to do and or the lego game that would be one of the levels where it's all crashing down and you've got to dodge them <laughs> yeah. and roll under things and Class, classic old Droid Factory Attack of the Clones. That, that's, that, yeah, yeah, that sort, <laughs> that sort of thing. So, um, yeah, it was it was a, a, re- a really good clip, and 
I don't know what you made of it, Greg, but I, I certainly thought, yeah, this is this is sticking with that kind of gritty, dirty Rogue One vibe. Yeah, absolutely. It's 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 interesting. I think Luthen as a character is going to be really interesting for the show. So the trailers, you kind of see two totally distinctly different looks for him and he's a fantastic actor old Stellan Skarsgård he's a great addition to the cast and definitely has that grittiness and it's um, I think it's going to appeal to people who might not be Star Wars fans might just be into like spy sort of espionage type things yeah yeah it's it's kind of looks like it's a nice opening point for them to maybe kind of somebody's into that kind of show to kind of have an opening into, into the Star Wars world, if you like, if they've never yeah. watched it before. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I kind of, I kind of get the impression from from what we've seen in the trailers and everything else, where where Mon Mothma is the sort of more polished senator and you know keeps herself more on that side of things. You know, the official senatorial role. I get the impression that um, Stellan's character is is more he has that side to him where he's got like an official, you know, he might even be a dignitary of some sort, but he's the one that is actually sort of getting stuck in on the ground level and uh, really sort of getting involved in the rebellion and the, the underhand dealings and everything. Yeah, absolutely. It's, uh, I'm getting more and more excited each, each trailer that comes out for it. It's starting to, I think I think the fact it's got the trailers have so much of the the, the that location I went to see, <laughs> uh, seeing that come up on on in the trailers, it's just it it's getting me very excited. It's just it's it's great to have Scotland popping up so prominently in the trailers. Yeah, um, pretty much every grassy scene you see in the trailers is is shot in either in Argyll and Butte or uh, Perthshire. So. I'm very much hoping I get the chance to go and visit go and visit the the Perthshire location. I've not done that yet, but it is definitely on the cards that I will do that at some point. Cool, yeah. And uh, as I said, by the time you're listening to this, the first three episodes will have aired because they're due to come out Wednesday the twenty first. So, yeah, we'll obviously be rounding up probably about the first six or seven episodes in the next show uh so we'll, we'll hopefully yeah you know be well well in into the series by then and have uh, hopefully a bit better idea where it's going or maybe we won't maybe it's going to be one of those really sort of twisty turny storylines that uh, keeps you guessing throughout so uh, yeah really excited for it as we said before absolutely love rogue one and uh, anything that's exploring that era and uh, in that same sort of genre of, of film and TV making is uh, very welcome. Absolutely. Is there what, like, if there's one thing you could have in the show, what would it be? One thing you could have in the show. Ooh. Whether that's a cameo from a character or I don't know, seeing a, a you know, I don't know, so say a certain type of trooper or, you know, ship or something from the expanded universe maybe cropping up. Yeah, or... um... I know what my answer is. 
I'd quite like to see, and again, it depends where about in the timeline exactly they're pitching this compared to how that now stacks up with some of the stuff that they've brought into Rebels, but some of the Macquarie concept troopers. Oh, yeah. Which they, did they bring some of those into Bad Batch? Yes, there was some, there was, I think, yeah, some some of that design. Yeah, so that would be quite interesting. And as well, you've obviously got around that era, because that's kind of coming on from the Bad Batch a bit, obviously you've got the potential for some of the Bad Batch to crop up, maybe. Yeah, very true. Although, whether that would counter any of the storylines from the next series of Bad Batch lose some of the element of peril of, oh yes, well, XYZ character can't die because they crop up in uh, Andor, which is set five years further on or ten years further on, so they're still around. So, yeah, so, so maybe maybe a Bad Batch character, maybe Omega. Yeah, um, cool. Yeah, without, without trying to wrap it too much into, you know, certainly the Rogue One characters... I wouldn't. I wouldn't want to see too many of them, you know, cropping up. Certainly, the main the main cast, purely because I think I think that sort of thrown together gang works because they haven't got any sort of real history. So, you know, and I know I know a lot of people always mention the fact that it's it's a big old galaxy. So why do they keep running into the same people? Yeah, R two C three B are everywhere. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, um, but yeah, I, I think I think I think Bad Batch is probably where I, I would go. Not quite I, sure, quite sure who, but I'm going to give you my wish in the yeah. style in the in the style of Sophia from the Golden Girls. Picture this: London, 2016, the Rogue One panel at Celebration Europe. In comes the greatest character in all of Star Wars history. Biston, the space monkey. Biston, the space monkey. He was in like two or three shots. More than Constable Zuvio. Sorry, Mr. Keeler. More than Constable <laughs> Zuvio. So he's a bigger star, let's be let's be honest. Didn't see enough of him. His his appearance at Celebration Europe gave me goosebumps. I was like, this is this is amazing. Check this guys. Look at this costume. Nick Kellington, brilliant. I want Nick Kellington back as Biston popping up in Andor. There you that'd go. Be great. Maybe not yeah. season one, season two. That'd be, that'd be, that'd yeah, be. yeah. I know. I know a few people have said like by the time you get into season two, which is supposed to butt right up to Rogue One, you kind of hope we we get to see you know some of the you know Anton Merricks and people like that, Alex Alexandra Petrie's character and General Tadonna and people like that. Yeah, uh, you know, ho- hopefully they crop up, but probably a bit early in season one yeah definitely so but yeah Bistan's a good shout I thought for a minute you were going to say Krennic no that was also a really really good entrance at that was a very good entrance as well yeah but nobody beats Bistan so yeah we, sh- we, we shall see and we by the time see. you're listening to this we shall have seen some of it so yeah quarter of go. it indeed shall we have some more music sir yes yes and as we're talking Andor and the rise of the Empire, we thought we'd bring you another track from the excellent Bad Lip Reading. Obviously, you only get half of the effect 
by listening to the show. Strongly urge you to get over to YouTube to check this one out because, as the name suggests, bad lip reading is all about the lyrics are bad lip reading versions of clips from Star Wars. So uh, this one is a lot of footage of Tarkin and Leia's exchanges on the Death Star. Uh, and this is called It's Not a Moon. I really liked your Falcon sketch. When I was bored, I burned it. <laughs> Chomping your legs. You don't know how hard I find these buns. Touch my face and you'll have to call cheese when there's bees on your sleeve. Now I have to go teach the kids to drink powdered goat bladders. But they want roast beef and you have no puppets. You gave them out of Doesn't me. matter. I don't care what you said to the man with the black head. Where is the rubber band? You're ruining my plan. Down the street, just go down the street. And they've got the ultimate.
That was the classic It's Not a Moon by Bad Lip Reading. As Carl mentioned, go and check them out on YouTube. The It's only half the fun listening to the tune. You've got to see the videos that go with them. But several great Star Wars parody, or not parody videos really, but Bad Lip Reading videos and all sorts of other great stuff. The NFL videos are some of my favourite ones. So go, go check out Bad Lip Reading on YouTube. Right, moving on. Not that long ago, during the summer, in fact, when we were at Star Wars Celebration in Anaheim, there was some advertising for Lego Summer Vacation. There um, was. That was released in August, I think, was it? It, came out it was. It was. Uh, Start of August. Yeah, for, first first weekend or around the... First week of August, uh, wasn't it? Yeah, first week of August. So, uh, yeah, Lego Summer Vacation, the latest in the Lego Shorts They've obviously done the holiday special and they did the Halloween episode. Terrifying Tales. Terrifying Tales, yes, last year. So uh, this is this is the latest of these Lego specials, which, as ever, jam-packed with little nods and little in-jokes and uh, crazy antics. Obviously, in your household, Greg... You, you have a multitude of watchers of all ages. So uh, how, how was it received in the Grace Star? Yeah, this one, <laughs> uh, yeah, this one, the Terrifying Tales one last year, the kids loved and watched it over and over and over. This one, I think it's been on once. So mm. it really didn't hit as well as, uh, as I said, Terrifying Tales. I'm even struggling to really remember that much about it, apart from seeing like Darth Vader and like, Bermuda shorts or something. <laughs> yeah, that seems to have been, from a lot of people I've spoken to, a general sort of feeling is that it was okay. Yeah. I, know, I, I do know some people who genuinely think it was absolutely brilliant. But yeah, for me, one of the weaker of the Lego specials did kind of get a bit of a flavour of, oh, look, they're aboard the Halcyon Galactic Star Cruiser. Let's talk lots about Galactic Star Cruiser and all the wonderful things you can do on Galactic Star Cruiser. Ka-ching, ka-ching, ka-ching. Advertising. <laughs> merchandising as well. Like yeah, merchandising, merchandising. Yes. I, uh, I very much want to visit the Halcyon, especially from the friend of the show, Martin, Martin Zuvio Keeler. Him, he went back in July with his family and has nothing but high 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 praise for the Halcyon so I very much want to go and visit I think from what I saw on the the Lego special they did quite a good job of pimping it uh, yeah. <laughs> and it, it was a good interpretation of it from what the pictures I've seen the videos I've seen it, it, it looked the part um, but yeah I know the, the special in general just hasn't grabbed me as much as the previous ones mm. yeah as, as I say I'd forgotten about the Halcyon Star Cruiser part until you mentioned it there it's uh, yeah, it, it just didn't hit home with me as much as Terrifying Tales. I think partially because I'm a big horror fan as well. Yeah. Um, and the sort of references in that one to like the Lost Boys and I think the Monk of Wookiee's Paw. Yeah. The yeah. Twilight Zone reference, if I remember rightly. So yeah, no, for me, it it was kind of almost like a one and done. I oh, will definitely watch it again and hopefully get more from it the second time around. But. Um, yeah, it was a a bit of a miss for me. Yeah, yeah. Likewise, as I say, I, you know, it, it was enjoyable. You did 
or certainly I got the feeling that they were almost trying to wrap up using that particular group of characters in the Lego specials. You know, it's like, oh, it's our last vacation. You know, let's vacation together before we go off and do our own things. You so know. do you reckon we're going to get like Mando and Grogu and like Ahsoka maybe in future Lego specials? Well, it wouldn't surprise me if that's the where they're trying to angle it to try and move away from the legacy characters and start to introduce Lego specials for more of the the Disney era characters. Certainly makes sense, I think. From, from the Disney Plus era, rather. Especially with Grogu, stick Grogu a little Christmas hat, and he got like a Lego. Uh, yeah, and of course, of course, the uh, the the advent calendar this year is a, is a big tie in to that special as well. So, uh, one yeah. of the exclusive minifigs you get is Darth Vader in that summer vacation tank top, and the sand castle version of uh, his castle on Mustafar and things like that. So, uh, it's it's very much linked to that theme if you like uh the uh the lego advent calendar which is also now out and about and in shops so uh, if that's something that's on your shopping list then keep an eye out for that as well yeah grab it while you can yes yeah overall the the, the jokes and stuff were still were still in there the little nods you know vader and the emperor and things like that but um yeah, I I, uh, I was talking to. In fact, I was I was helping Claire and Johanna record the last episode of Planet Leia, where they were discussing the Princess and the Scoundrel book. Oh yeah, and of course that's also set on the Galactic Star Cruiser Halcyon because that's where they go on their honeymoon. Yeah, and Claire was saying pretty much the same sort of thing that you know, whilst it fits into the story neatly you do get the impression that it's kind of being pushed as as like oh look they're on the halcyon this is what happens on the halcyon they go to this part of the halcyon which for me is uh, i haven't yet read the book um I've, in fact I've, i think i've got the audio book in the in the pile of audio books that i need to listen to but it's very reminiscent of is it the Galaxy's Edge Black Spire Outpost book? Oh, yeah. is that the um, De- Delia Dawson? Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Delilah Delilah Dawson. Dawson. Yeah, yeah. Which is a great book, a great story hidden in a, an ad for Galaxy's Edge. Galaxy's Edge. Yeah. So it's because it picks up on from the Phasma book with Captain Cardinal. Right. Yeah. So you've you've got that character and Vimeradi and this whole really cool storyline going on, but because it's all set around Galaxy's Edge or set on Batu rather, uh, and Black Spire Outpost, I think I, I think I said in a, an episode just after I read the book, rather than going oh they went into the bar, or they went into a bar, they went into Ogre's Cantina and ordered X Y Z drink, not just like ordered a drink from the bar. You know, and it seemed it seemed almost like a sort of travel guide for Galaxy's Edge, with mm. the story patched round it. So, yeah, hopefully, again, we don't seem to have had too much of that sort of in more recent times. So, hopefully, it's just a, a temporary blip, and we get uh, we don't get too much sort of halcyon uh, thrown at us in um, other medium 
or the media rather, to uh, to try and uh, entice us to go. We don't need any more enticing. We want to go. Yeah, yeah, we, we, we want to go. However, I'd rather pay my electricity bill for the month than... Uh... <laughs> uh, some of the way things are going, yes. Yes, yes. Top, topical joke there for you, folks. Before so, we get all down and dreary talking indeed, about indeed, costs. Indeed, indeed. Let's, let's spin backwards. And uh, our next tune comes from Balgosa Windspire on YouTube. And it is um, it's actually a song by MC Chris, for which Balgosa, who, according to his biog, is a video game uh, designer, he put together a really cool v- video using Star Wars Galaxies um, footage or the game engine from Star Wars Galaxies to create uh, a really cool video for this song. And it's called Fet's Vet. I 
a bean and second teen is where they lick my nasty lips. So I'll let you get back inside your little spaceship. Give you a head start, cause I'm a sporting con. Consider the starting line, the sticky smile, hot inside. Hope you have hyper drive. Drive, pay to stay alive. Love. Don't try to slip me five, cause I never take a bribe. To the beat of a different drama. Bad as funny, hard, I let no man put us under or else they be put under as in six feet. Got an imperial fleet, backing me up, gonna blow up any attempt to defeat. They got a death star. Got four payments on my car, handed over to Hammerhead. At most, I see bar, used to carjack. He's a bar back. Just go to show how you can get back on the right track. As for me, that's not an option. Can't say that with more clarity. Me going legit would be like Jar Jar and speech therapy. What? Well, I'm Boba, the fat, well, I'm Bounty Hunt for 
I'm a question, rap inside enigma. Get inside a slave one, find your home and signal. From Endor to heart, Ripley to spark. I'll find what you want, but there's gonna be a car. Say, my name is Boba Fett. I know much you say. Son acting right, yo, fuzzing the carbonite. Got telescopic sight, flame throwers on my wrist. You still don't get the chance. Spike boots are made a kick. Targets are made a hit. You think I give a Your mama is a b. I see you in a star like pit. You just flip my switch. Integrity's been dead. You scratching on my ears. You know I shoot again. I got the Venus and Katina's way to lick my nasty lips. So I'll let you get back inside your little spaceship. Give you a head start, cause I'm a sporting car. Consider the starting line and sticky smile. Hot inside, hope you have hyper drive. drive. Pray to stay alive. Love. Don't try to slip me five, cause I never take a bribe. To the beat of a living drama. Bad funny, how to let no man put us under all SDB put under as in six feet. Got an imperial fleet, backing me up. Gonna blow up any attempt to defeat. They got a death star. Got for payments on my car. Handed over the hammerhead. At most, I see bar. Used to carjack. He's a bar back. Just go to show how you can get back on the right track. As for me, that's not an option. Can't say that with more clarity. Me going legit would be like Jar Jar and speech therapy. was Balgosa Windspire Fet's Vet featuring MC Chris. Go and check out the video on YouTube. As mentioned, it contains some uh, some footage from Star Wars Galaxy. It's a music video built up from that. So, we mentioned earlier on about the Andor sneak peek, which was a Disney Plus Day exclusive. Mm-hmm. Um, also released in Disney Plus Day was the making of the Obi-Wan Kenobi TV series A Jedi's Return documentary. Yes. Which was absolutely fantastic. I oh, love this. It was so cool, firstly, to see young Ewan McGregor 
As from the, the beginning documentary from Phantom Menace, uh, Ewan McGregor, fresh off the set of A Life Less Ordinary, I, I think, judging by his hairdo, which is a classic song by our good friends, Ash. One of my, I think, in fact, probably my favourite Ash song, A Life Less Ordinary. Which yeah. hopefully I might see them playing, or by the time you're listening to this, I will have seen them play last weekend, because I'm going oh. to see them this weekend. <laughs> Very jealous, but I did. <laughs> I am going to Belfast in December for their 30th anniversary concert, so I'm very excited about that. Nice. Boozy weekend away. That's going to be good fun. (laughs) Anywho, yes, Jedi's Return came to Disney Plus on Disney Plus Day. Just over an hour long, I believe, was it? It was 101 minutes, something like that. Yeah, Um, it was was certainly a good chunky episode. Obviously, very much in the style of the, the gallery shows that we've had for Mando, Book of Boba. Uh, and Book of Boba. Although, whereas with the Mando gallery, we we got like a series, didn't we? It was almost like... It was a four-parter, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah several, several episodes, certainly. They've now sort of condensed that down into a sort of longer-form single episode. Obviously, you're seeing a lot of the same people, uh, Deborah Chow's, uh, Dave Filoni, um, people like that. So... You know, perhaps they're, they're trying to be a bit more sparing, a with their time, because they've got bigger and better things to be doing, like making more Star Wars. Yay! <laughs> but they, one of the things that I really enjoyed with this one, particularly, is as you say, lots of really sort of old prequel era footage yeah. um, of Ewan Hayden. You know how excited they were to be involved in Star Wars at that point and you know what it means to them to be able to come back to these characters now that the the viewing audience has kind of accepted them and i think as they say themselves in the show the kids that enjoyed phantom menace and attack of the clones and revenge of the sith they're now in their 20s 30s or late 20s, 30s, you know, even older. And so they're, they're now that sort of, you know, more appreciative and, and they are like we are for the original trilogy cast. They're the, the holy grail then. So Ewan and Hayden, certainly a little bit surprised that Natalie wasn't involved in the show. Maybe season two, who knows? I think she, I think... If there's going to be anything with Natalie, I can see her getting her own show. Yeah, a Padme show. A de-aged Padme show. Yeah. Although, in fairness, Natalie hasn't aged particularly badly. No, not at all. With uh, theatrical makeup being what it is, I I think she could probably do a very good job without too much... Certainly not the same level of de-aging that you would need or do need for... You know, the, the Hayden and uh, Obi-Wan. Ewan, yeah. Ewan throwbacks to, to make them look sort of 20 years younger. Certainly she's uh, more able to, uh, to to carry that, I would have thought. But yeah, yeah. That's, that's that's a good shout, actually. Uh, Padme show, yes. A, a Padme show, or or maybe, and I, I wonder how long before they start to dip their toe into the water with TV movies in the Star Wars genre yeah I've been bored for that I've always kind of I've always kind of wanted to see some of the classic 
expanded universe novels maybe turned into animated movies for yeah. like, Disney yeah. Plus. Shadows of the Empire, like the original mm-hmm. Thrawn trilogy, stuff like that, as a Disney Plus animated movie. Even get some of the classic characters, the classic cast to come back and do the voices for. Yeah, yeah. You know, like Han and Luke and things like that. One of the other things, one of the other big takeaways for me for that was just lovely seeing Ewan and Hayden together, both back in the day, how they got on, how they get on onset and offset and like Ewan not being on the call sheet for the day that Hayden's first shot was but insisting he was there and being there like waving from the camera hello yeah <laughs> and then see at the end obviously going forward to celebration and seeing them on stage together at celebration with the, some of the rest of the cast and stuff and yeah um, and, and and for another mention uh, Mr. Kaler is slightly disappointed because I think, as we as we mentioned in a previous show, he was he was actually working at Celebration as a, a sort of stage manager for the main stage. So all of that footage of them being on the main stage and some of the stuff just behind the scenes in in the main stage, Martin has said, "I am literally like one step to the left." <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> or just out of shot because you know I was over, over to the one side from where they were and then they got the group and the cameraman came up and click and you know why they didn't they didn't use that shot is because he would have stolen the show well exactly exactly as he does he's he's a, he's you know he's a uh, scene stealer if he was in a scene he would steal uh, it. well and I think I think as well they're tr- they're trying to uh, build him up like his hero so I reckon there is footage of Martin at Celebration, and it just got cut. Or if you freeze frame it, you might you might you, get like you, a... you might you might see like a, a ghosted image of or reflection of him in something. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, yeah. So like like the good Constable Zivio himself, Martin's Martin's moment of fame is. Uh, I don't, I don't even know. Digitally, it wouldn't be on a cutting room floor, would it? It'll just be a, you know, sort of a bit of unused footage on a hard drive somewhere. Indeed. Yes, go and check out Jedi's Return on Disney+. Plus. Can't recommend it enough. Definitely, uh, it's up there, I think, with... I mentioned the beginning earlier on. That's probably still my favourite Star Wars documentary there's been. Yeah. Just for the reaction you would make a has when he gets his lightsaber. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I would say what he says, but uh, yeah. being a fellow Scot, it's very fitting. <laughs> yes, yeah, yeah. And it was also it was also really nice to see as well how they how they discussed the whole you know how they how they had to work with uh, Vivian Lyra Blair, young Leia. Yeah. Which again, very. Leia stroke Carrie Fisher in her outlook she you know she was suggesting stuff to them and they were like actually yeah that might work let's run with that you know sort of very old head on her shoulders from from an acting perspective so um yeah uh, she was fantastic in the show so as uh, as as Palpatine says at the end of Phantom Menace we will watch your career with great interest indeed it's um it was also good to see, you mentioned Mr. McDermott there, him on, not on set, but wearing in full costume, makeup, yeah. and probably shot someone in the UK, but the looks of it, he was like, he was on a, he wasn't there in 
uh, with everyone else in California shooting. No, like he was on no, a, just a sort of an, a blue screen studio. Somewhere. Probably somewhere in the UK, but yeah, uh, and um, uh, Deborah Chow on a like a video link directing via video. So uh, yeah, it was that uh, was very cool. And 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 also also a bit of a sort of capturing a moment in time because obviously they were making uh, a lot of this show during the pandemic. So as as we've now moved somewhat out of the you know sort of strict regimes around mask wearing and things like that, almost slightly jarring to go back to see you know people people on set you know walk, walking in on the first day and it's like oh oh they've all got masks on yeah it was uh, yeah a bit of a bit of a throwback to uh 2020 it is indeed and uh <laughs> quite interestingly the, the the joshua tree face masks they wear on that set i've seen mm. some of seen some of them and some hand sanitizer pop up in like um collector's production crew cast crew Ooh. groups selling them for like 300 pounds yeah it's like i don't know if i want that as much as it would be cool to have a, a face mask from 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 that it's like uh, yeah i couldn't justify 300 pounds for that and, no uh, no a baseball cap I'm, I'm the i'm in the baseball cap patch group for the old crew collecting so Mm-hmm. Uh, if anyone anyone's listening and has one wants to send yeah. there we go there we go <laughs> I, I will use a sift mind trick um, there we go. hidden in the recording. So that, I mentioned that was Disney Plus Day, which and kind of ties in nicely with D23. Yes, so since Disney Plus Day, we've had the non-Star Wars celebration of all things Disney, which is D23, which for those that aren't aware, that isn't the number of the convention. That's linked to uh, 1923, which was, I presume that's when Walt was born. It can't be when he founded Disney, surely. Yeah. But it's it's there you go. Okay. <laughs> the excellent research of Desert Planet Discs. D twenty three is their is their big sort of Disney wide expo and we got lots and lots and lots of not only Star Wars news but trailers for other Disney properties. The obviously the one of the big ones that they've uh, announced is the live-action Little Mermaid with, with Halle Berry. Um, but from a Star Wars and... And not Luke, that Halle Berry. No, not not, ha- not Storm. Not Storm. <laughs> not Storm. Uh, before you move on, uh, I'm going to drop some learning, uh, drop some knowledge on you. Oh, knowledge knowledge bomb. You ready? You ready for this? On October 16th, 1923... Yes. Walt Disney and his brother Roy found the Disney Brothers Cartoon Studio in Hollywood, California. There you go. So it, it is. It's it's it, it, it's not his birth. It's the formation of the Disney Company. Yep. There you go. There you go. Every day is a school day. So yeah. Sorry, I interrupted you. Were talking about that, Little Mermaid. Um, yeah. Had, there were some uh, other announcements, wasn't there? Yeah. For, yep. Uh, so of particular interest to Star Wars and Lucasfilm fans, we had uh, the full trailer for Willow featuring featuring, uh, Wicket himself, Warwick Davis, and it does look awesome. It looks great. Very, very humorous. Certainly in the trailer, lots of of gags, but not... You know, sort of more more sort of Arnold Schwarzenegger esque one liners 
than uh, you know full on belly laughs. But uh, yeah, look very really good. Um, also in the cast for that one, I think we've mentioned before is Erin Kellyman, um, Emphis Nest from uh, Solo, and mm-hmm. and c- certainly uh, seems to be the darling of uh, Disney at the moment because she's obviously been in uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier as well. Yep. And uh, great to see. I think we had a bit of a teaser trailer previously, haven't we? And and yeah, we saw that at celebration. That was the first time. Yeah, and was it, oh, even before that there was there was, uh, there was there was the round table, which might have been from Disney Plus Day last year. I think it was where yeah. it was War, Warwick sort of walking around and going, "Who are you?" I can't say I've, I've ever heard of you, sort of thing. And, and uh, you know, again, even from that, you've got like the element of humour because Erin Kellyman was going, you know, I was in, uh, I was in Solo. Oh no, I haven't seen that one. <laughs> so uh, yeah, so that was really nice to see. Um, obviously, uh, one of the one of the big takeaways from D twenty three was akin to the opening ceremony or the opening panel at uh, Celebration, we had another cameo appearance from Harrison Ford uh, this yeah. time plugging Indy 5 as it's still called they also got to see some footage in the room apparently yes yes there was uh, some footage in the room and they also got the maestro himself Mr Williams debuting another of his uh, original compositions which is Helena's theme or Helena's theme which is Phoebe Waller-Bridge aka L3 um, who's playing Indy's goddaughter goddaughter yeah yeah I think one of my favourite Indiana Jones moments from the T23 I don't think it was actually part of the panel but Ki Hai Kwan who played Short Round yes in Temple of Doom was also there because he was he's been announced for Loki season 2 in Marvel okay so he met up with Harrison Ford backstage yeah yeah there's there's a, a photo doing the rounds on uh, social media of uh, the two of them meeting up. Which is just brilliant. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, it was like, this is just awesome. I kind of, I really hope he appears in the movie now. I don't think he will, but uh, it, it'll be so cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I've got a real, I mean, Temple of Doom gets a lot of stick, but uh, I, uh, I love Temple of Doom. I think yeah. it's the first one I remember seeing in the cinema. Um, Indiana Jones film I remember seeing it the Pickies as a young boy so yeah I've got a big soft spot for it yeah no I, I, I really I really liked uh, Temple of Doom yeah. again it was it was slightly edgy I always, I always remember the um, the bit where the uh, they, they t- like they get the, the guy's heart out oh yeah obviously obviously in the TV edit that gets uh, every time it's on TV, you don't go to that bit, and it like cuts to the adverts just as that comes on. Uh, you know, it's obviously heavily edited, but I always remember that bit and not being that old when it came out. That and being of a slightly squeamish disposition. Karima, yeah, I was like, whoo, whoo. Karima, juke today. So uh, yeah, so that was uh, always one of those bits where I was like, oh, oh, it's that bit. But uh, yeah, um, so cool. Yeah, so really looking forward to that. Which uh, is that is summer? Summer next year, isn't it? Summer next year, yeah, July twenty twenty three, I think. Yeah, so 
uh, something to look forward to after celebration. Then, of course, we also got more of a trailer for Mando Season 3. Yeah, so that was the at, at celebration back in May, as they do when the, the, the live streams they do on like YouTube or whatever. They don't always show everything that's shown to the room. No. So that trailer was shown to the to the the panel uh, back in May, but it was great to be able to um, be able to see it again, be able to uh, watch it over and over. Yes, yes. Um, which previously, obviously, we didn't. Uh, there are some dodgy piratey versions were up there, but it looks so good, doesn't it? With the heavy focus on Mandalore and yeah, the, the Bo-Katan, and yeah, it's going to be. Great and Babu Frick, or a, a, another of Babu Frick's species. Yes. <laughs> no, it looks looks fantastic. Looks really good. Yeah, and we also got more information about the other upcoming Star Wars series, Tales of the Jedi. I don't know about you, but I was really taken aback by that trailer because I'd, I'd missed the panels for that. It's celebration. Yeah, I'd, I'd heard heard a bit about it, and people that had been in the panels had sort of said, "Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's this you know sort of series of shorts about Ahsoka as a baby and a young Dooku." And and I was a little bit confused as to where they were going to pitch it age wise, whether it was going to be another one of these sort of galactic pals, sort of you know yeah. cute cutesy baby Ahsoka, you know, and all those sort of things. But, um, you know, it's animation style very much in keeping with uh, Clone Wars, Bad Batch, and really looks to be giving off a lot of, uh, you know, the sort of almost the origin stories of certainly Ahsoka and Dooku. Dooku. So you've got, interestingly, sort of both Dooku as a Padawan to Yoda, yeah, and obviously a fledgling Qui Gon Jinn as a Padawan to uh, Dooku. So again, think we heard Qui Gon speak, and I believe it was certainly. If it wasn't Liam doing the voice, then it's certainly somebody who's voice matching him very, very well. So uh, yeah, really, int- really interesting. I'm really excited to see that as well now. Because obviously we've been, it was around Christmas time, wasn't it? That the the logo for that appeared on a Lucasfilm employee gift. Yeah, it was like a record player box, yeah. wasn't it? Yeah, and um, and it had got all these different title things on it, and like Tales of the Jedi, obviously was a a very popular EU. Uh, comic series uh, in the Dark Horse era, so a lot yeah. that piques a lot of people's interest. Um, you know, was it going to be that brought to live action or animation or whatever? But uh, clearly, they've uh, you know it's going to be this sort of origins of various Jedi character. It'd be interesting a to see how long the episodes are because they've said they're animated shorts but I don't think anybody's actually said how, how long how, yeah. how, how long or short they are so you know if they're you know are they little sort of 15 minute episodes but yeah those uh, it looks looks great as as does all that sort of Bad Batch and uh, Clone Wars animation and of course we also got the uh, 
somewhat disappointing news that we aren't now going to see Bad Batch until early 2023. Is it February time? I think it was the 4th of January. Oh, okay. Interestingly, Tales of the Jedi is coming sooner. That's coming 26th of October. Yeah. Um, apparently, episodes are going to be approximately 15 minutes long. Okay, cool. One, one, five, 15 minutes. Cool. But uh, no, it, it looks great. As you said, this, this, they sound amazing in it. That was not expecting that at all. I was not expecting the same animation style. No. Um, so that, that really kind of boosted me. <laughs> so yeah. I was like, whoa, it's, whoa. It's especially, especially when you think that really that sort of Clone Wars into the Bad Batch animation style has really been just kept for, for that. So Rebels was a slightly different animation style. Resistance was a different animation style. You then got, obviously, the little, what was it, Galaxies of Adventure? Yeah. The, the little, tiny little shorts, which were, again, a completely different animation style. You then got the Galactic Pals, which is a you know, really preschool-friendly style. And obviously... Visions, which is, as regular listeners will know, a personal favourite of both Greg's and myself. So you you've got you know dis- different animation styles for you know almost every property. So for for it to continue in that same Clone Wars Bad Batch vibe is is really refreshing uh, to see. Yeah, absolutely. It's total surprise, and uh, I guess some other news from D23 or around D23 was the casting of uh, Ezra for Ahsoka. Yes. And looking at the, the actor they've cast, he looks perfect for the part. He does. Uh, there's another Disney Plus show was announced as well, but my brain's not working. <laughs> yeah. The, uh, skeleton, they, they had some more, I think they had some more info and a couple of character shots and things from Skeleton Crew. Yeah, I think it was the first image of Jude Law from Skeleton Crew. Yeah. But there was another Star Wars animated show focused very, it looks very much focused for children. I can't think of the name of it off the top of my head. Oh, yes, yes. I know, I know the image that you're talking about now. Uh, Young Jedi Adventures. That's the one. Um, which is coming to Disney Plus in 2023. Um, looks like it might be a good show to kind of get the, the younglings in, oh. on the saga it's certainly one I will be trying to get my younger two to watch they're getting more and more into Star Wars slowly but that looks like it might be quite a good entry point for them yeah looking at the animation style it reminds me a bit of there's like a Spider-Man and sort of Marvel show which looks sort of similar kind of style okay uh, animation style um, yeah reminds me of that so and of course um, of course the other the other image that we got to see uh, as a result of D23, is the stunning picture of Sabine in front of a sort of live action version, but very much in the style that it was rendered in Rebels of the the sort of the mural of the Ghost Crew. Yeah, it looks great, doesn't it? That's yeah, that looks that looks really really cool. Uh, even down to the point that if you, if you see the way Sabine is stood in front of it with, with a helmet off, holding it sort of under her arm, that kind of mirrors the way she's... Because uh, that's one of her paintings, isn't it? Yes. 
from from Rebels. Yeah, uh, and it, it mirrors her rendition of her in on the painting. So it's it's really really cool. And uh, yeah, so that's uh, obviously the Ahsoka show is going to uh, pull all those sort of references in and. Uh, Again, something that I'm really, really excited to see. Yeah, it looks it's looking to be great. I just can't wait for that to come out. So, but sadly, 2023 to wait for that one. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure it'll be, and it'll probably be later in 2023, and therefore we may get some. Well, almost certainly we'll get some trailers and things like that uh, at celebration to tease that up for. You know, maybe even later next year, who knows? Or might drop earlier to allow season two of Andor to drop around this time next year. Who knows? Yeah, because that's shooting towards the end of this year, isn't it? So, yeah, yeah. So exciting time to be a Star Wars fan. There's so much great stuff on the way, and Vision season two at some point as well. Yeah. Um, so yeah, um, uh, I love season one. So. Counting the days, Andor, as we're recording this, it's less than a week away. So, yes. um, as, as we said, three, when you listen to the show, ladies and gentlemen, will be three episodes down, part of the way through the series uh, in, in the first day. So, exciting times. So, sir. Talking, talking of exciting times and great Star Wars content that's come out, something that it's, it's actually our next musical artist. Not only are they musicians but they also do a very very mean line in Star Wars kind of parodies kind of somewhere between the bad lip reading that we featured earlier and out and out parodies um, they're called the Aural Noughts A-U-R-A-L-N-A-U-T-S find them on YouTube or they also have a Patreon site and they came to my attention because they've been doing a parody of the Obi-Wan series called Larry, <laughs> which is absolutely hilarious. I say somewhere between bad lip reading and just straight up parody. And I think we're about four episodes in, so it's they're releasing them uh, sort of every couple of weeks. Uh, that's been really good. But then... Having then gone through their YouTube channel, they've got the whole saga um, done very much in that same style. The Phantom Menace one has a couple of bit moments in it that had me absolutely crying. And yeah, in these classic films, 3PO is a slightly menacing kind of almost what you would imagine um, BT and Triple Zero from the comics to to kind of be almost like a sort of menacing serial killer kind of vibe to uh, 3PO. So, uh, yeah, that's, that's it sounds odd, but it's really, really funny. So I very, very much urge you to check them out. And from one of the episodes of Larry, the, where they're on... Oh, I can't remember the planet's name now, Greg. <laughs> Where they meet Tala, oh. and uh, they they get on the uh, the nice little bus, only only for the bus to stop and some stormtroopers to get on, and uh, this is from that episode. And won't spoil too much about what goes on and how it all plays out, but there is a little bit of the episode in the run up to this just explaining 
kind of what they're doing. So this is The Clockwork Man by Oral Noughts from their Obi-Wan parody, Larry. Larry and Layla, nice to meet you. Tim says you had a pretty bad accident. Hope you're okay. Yeah, sorry to hear it. I, I, I... Alright, we're about to cross a tundra sea, so I hope you two brought your singing voices. Yeah, I don't think he knows what you're talking about. Legend has it. If you're traveling through any kind of big desert, the clockwork man will get you. He'll pull you under the ground and make you part of his machine. Uh-huh. But don't worry. If you sing the ballad of the clockwork man, he will allow you safe passage. Alex, why don't you start us up? The clockwork man was built of wire and tin. His eyes shone bright in the night. Bereft of stole and cut without a skin, he shambled and cried a plaintive flight. Oh, what of the bargain made? That was the Clockwork Man from the Obi-Wan parody Larry on YouTube, done by the amazing Oral Knots. Go check them out. They've got lots and lots of hilarious videos on there. Go and give them a subscribe and a like, and uh, leave some comments for them. Let them know that you discovered them through Desert Planet Discs. So, with all that fun behind us, uh, that's sadly the end of another episode. Uh, I know... It's sad, but it's true. But don't worry, friends. We'll be back very soon. As it's, um, I think the next episode is very close to life day, isn't it? <laughs> I, I, I could well be. It could, could well, well be. be. Yes. So, yes, uh, we'll have uh, so ex- another episode. Expect Greg to be wearing his uh, container shirt featuring Akmina. I might actually dress like Akmina, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, you always dress like that. Oh. <laughs> Oh. <laughs>
What happens in the rehearsal room stays in the rehearsal room. Okay, okay. So, yes, thanks once again to uh, everyone for listening. If you've got any suggestions for songs to feature on the show, drop us a line, show at stanfordtracks.com. Is that right? <laughs> Uh, yes, show at fantatracks.com and put Desert Planet Discs in the subject and uh, it will magically make its way over the internet to uh, to us. So thank you once again for listening. Thank you to James Semple for the wonderful Fantha fanfare. Um, we're still in the process of re-recording our little housekeeping bit at the end, so we know we don't feature that. And also thank you to Mark Daniels and Vanessa Marshall for the Fantatrax voiceovers. Yes, indeed. Legends. Thank you. Legends, indeed. And with that, yes, I'm, I'm just going to go and uh, make sure I've got enough crisps and pop to get me through uh, three episodes of Andor ahead of next Wednesday. So, uh, yes, busy old weekend of it. Off to see Ash. Various shows myself as well over the weekend. So, uh, get myself stocked up and uh, all ready to, uh, to to watch that next week. So, from David Ozzy, well, good luck at the gigs at the weekend. Enjoy Thank you, Ash. Sir. Uh, give us a, a report on the next show. We'll, um, we'll do. And uh, yes, I'll. I'll I'll have to wait till December for my Ash adventures, but looking forward to it. There we go. So, until next time, ladies and gentlemen, it's a hot dang from me. And it's a hot dang from him. Hot Hot dang. Thanks for listening to Desert Planet Discs. If you want to stay part of the action and up-to-date on all the latest Star Wars news, check out the Fantatrax app via the App Store on your mobile device. You can contact us via email at radio at comment, like and share on any of our social media feeds at Fantatrax, and be sure to subscribe, leave a review, preferably a five-star one, on uh, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or your podcatcher or smart speaker of choice. Don't forget to head to fantatracks.com forward slash radio, home of Fantatracks Radio, and follow us on our social media feeds at Fantatracks and bookmark fantatracks.com for all the latest in Star Wars news. Coming up next on Fantatracks Radio, it's the Fanta from Down Under. <laughs>